You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning, and welcome to Lifelong Journey, a radio program hosted by the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation. My name is Clarissa Alhintera, and I'm your host this morning, and I am joined via Teams, uh, if you're watching this on the internet, with my colleagues uh, Adrian Badillo and Anastasia. I, I, I need help pronouncing your last name. What is your? Can you pronounce it for me? It is Anastasia Jacobal Rastian, but I go by Anastasia Jacobal. Anastasia Jacobau. Uh, so they are part of the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation, and they're the team that works primarily with adults, but specifically uh, marriage prep ministry. And uh, for those of you who aren't aware, the Archdiocese of Chicago, and they'll they'll talk a little bit more, really takes on like the actual, you know, kind of our team takes on the bulk of the the engaged couples in terms of of, of preparation and formation. Um, so before we kind of get into the show a little bit, uh, I was wondering if, Adrian, if you can introduce yourself to our on- audience, and Anastasia, if you could introduce yourself, how long have you been, you know, working full-time in ministry, whether at the Archdiocese or in the parishes, and uh, tell us a little bit about each of the roles that you bring. Okay, well, uh, thank you, Clarissa. Thank you for inviting us to this uh, wonderful program. And my name is Adrian Badillo. I'm originally from Mexico. That's where I was born, and I came here in 1999. So I have a pretty good around 20, 20 years here in the States in this wonderful country. And uh, I'm the oldest of four children. My dad just passed away a couple of years ago. My mom, both of them, they raised us down in Mexico in the northern part. And uh, being the, the oldest of, of the four children, then uh, of course I had to carry on a little more responsibility probably for, for the rest of them. Um, I've been here in Chicago since then, since the time I came here, and I've been working uh, in ministry, actually, yes, because to me, my, my job is actually, my, my ministry is part of it. Since 2005 here in the Art of Chicago, I started being part of uh, a parish in Pilsen, St. Parish, the fifth parish, uh, with many wonderful years there, very, very happy years too. And uh, from there, I, I, I've been also collaborating with the Instituto de Liderazgo Pastoral in USML. Uh, around three and a half, four years ago, I, that's when I joined um, the Myers Center here in Chicago also. And since then, I've been part of the Office of Light on Formation. Right now, uh, as you mentioned it, I'm one of the coordinators, the senior coordinator for the Adult Faith Formation, and particularly taking care of Precanas and the program for Adult Confirmation. Nice. Thank you. I, I actually, 
remember when Adrian started at the office a number of years ago, and he's had a number of different roles in the pastoral center, working with children's ministry and accompanying uh, the Hispanic ministry in the community, and then Precana and adult confirmation. And so it's interesting to see, you know, just in the short time that I have known you, Adrian, just how your ministry, you know, has evolved in the past four years. Um, Anastasia, how about you? Tell us about, you know, how you got to the pastoral center. I know you haven't been with us long, uh, but what were, you know, what kind of ministries have you been involved and engaged with? Okay, so yes, I am the newest member to the marriage uh, ministry team and also adult faith formation here at the Meyer Center. But I recently took a career change. I was a professor of computer science. About four years ago, I just um, ended up um, having a wonderful and, and spectacular conversion. And uh, with the help of my pastor, I ended up going to University of St. Mary the Lake uh, and completed my um, master's in pastoral studies. I also um, was on the track to be a pastoral associate and a lay ecclesial minister. And they told me to as well become a director of religious education and director of adult faith formation. But all that time I was a super volunteer in, in my home parish and learned a lot of uh, different aspects uh, to ministry, being that I was on a track for pastoral associates. So I kind of dabbled in all the different um, ministries there were at our parish. And, and the pastor was very helpful and very supportive in allowing me to not only be involved in adult faith formation and also liturgical uh, aspects and being a sacristan and, uh, you know, uh, liturgical minister as well as faith formation. So um, it allowed me to explore the different ministries, but also um, find that um, I kind of always did have a ministry with adult uh, formation. So as a professor, I always dealt with young adults. And I think the clearest opportunity for me was when I was teaching at Dominican University and we had a capstone, computer science capstone course. And in that course, that's when I started going off, learning more about ministry and getting involved in ministry. So our capstone project was create a wedding um, mass application that helped couples go through uh, the questions, you know, that they may face and also just to uh, the process to uh, plan the mass. So we did one for the wedding uh, mass uh, planning tool and then a funeral mass planning tool. So it really opened up the students though. I never would have thought that having a, you know, computer science course that all of a sudden when we were talking about the wedding mass and they're like, oh, you mean marriage is a sacrament? I had some subject that matter experts there. I had some religious, uh, uh, Mary, uh, Sister Coughlin was there and she helped um, to talk about a lot of the background to the sacraments. And it just ended up that this class, even though it was about a computer science capstone, it a lot of the students were Catholic or cradle Catholics and it just, ended up where they were exploring their faith. And so that kind of what kind of clinched for me. And this is, it just gave me the opportunity to realize that, you know, this was maybe a gift or charism I had to work with adults. So as I completed all my degrees and then, um, you know, fell into this position, you know, God willing and um, God to be the glory and working with Adrian here. So it's been wonderful, especially when it comes to the sacrament of marriage. That's something that 
you know, after creating that application tool and working with the students, it just had me delve deeper and realize the wonderful um, relationship with God that a marriage is and between a, you know, a man and a woman. Thank you so much. I, I know our topic is, is marriage prep ministry, but I feel like I, I really want to dig into the app next time I come back to Meyer. Like, I had no idea you had those skills, Anastasia. Let's go ahead and take a quick break and we'll come right back. Thank you. I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before. a gently used laptop or desktop computer that is gathering dust in your home? Consider donating to our Catholic Charities Veterans Computer Project. We will clean out your device, give it new software, and repurpose it for a veteran who is looking for employment. Your gift will make an incredible difference in a veteran's ability to find a job. Catholic Charities provides veteran services throughout Lake and suburban Cook Counties, giving participants an array of professional and personal support. Our veterans have served our country, and it is our privilege to serve them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Services and the Veterans Computer Project, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Good morning, and we're back with Lifelong Journey, a radio program hosted by the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation in the Archdiocese of Chicago. I am Clarissa Alhantara, and I am your host this morning for our radio program, and I'm joined by my colleagues, uh, Adrian and Anastasia, 
And before we took the break, we were actually just learning a little bit more about the ministerial experience of of my colleagues, um, as you know, as in the different skills and the and the gifts and the talents they bring. Um, and, uh, one of the things that, you know, when I was introing the show, I talked a bit about, you know, what they are working on now and they're talking and they're kind of engaged in adult faith formation and specifically marriage uh, preparation ministry. And so, uh, I wanted to ask both of you, you know, uh, when we talk about marriage preparation and like the ministry and even so more so like perhaps even the sacrament, you know, you know, why and how is this ministry important, you know, to our listeners who, you know, they might, you know, they might not be engaged. In, they might not be engaged, right? Or they may be married and maybe it's been a while. Or maybe they're a young person who happens to be listening to Catholic radio um, at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm not really sure. But for those listeners out there, you know, like why, you know, why is this uh, ministry important? And even just in the context of the sacrament itself. And, and um, if either of you or both of you want to take a, take a jump at that, at that answer. Well, uh, I, I think uh, it's so important for us and for not, not only for us as Catholics, but for us as society to have strong families. Um, and it's in a special way for us because we make God part of our families. You know, every time we, we begin a new, new beginning, we have a new, a new family actually coming to birth. It is so important that God is with us and God is also accompanying us in our journey. So marriage as a sacrament is precisely that, uh, that Jesus is present there in, in, in the couple that is saying yes to each other. So when we make Jesus part of our lives, we make also part of our lives, all his values, his teachings, and we bring that teaching, those values also to, to our children, to our relationship. And uh, having Jesus with us, I think uh, is a way where we can be happy, to have a, a, a happy marriage. And uh, a happy marriage, I'm not saying that it, it will be easy, not, not a, an easy marriage, no. But a, a marriage that has a purpose and uh, we make this transformation that Jesus wants for a world, for a better world, with love. We we say yes as a family, and I think that's that's why it's so important because uh, as a sacrament, Jesus stays with us. It's, a, it's an encounter, a constant encounter, of we with Jesus in each other, and also in those who are gonna come after. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when you were working with, uh, I found it interesting. I had no idea. Uh, so I, Anastasia started working with us uh, several, like, I don't even, I feel like two weeks ago, maybe last week. It feels like last week. And I had no idea that you were a computer programmer and then you actually kind of created an app uh, or your students, you know, you went through the capstone project. And, you know, what are some of the things that, especially around, you know, marriage and helping plan the liturgy, the marriage liturgy, I don't know, you know, if you're able to answer, but, you know, what are some of the discoveries that they made in terms of helping you plan that app or even just the importance of marriage itself, just, you know, kind of from that, you know, from that lens of entering the conversation? 
Well, it involved them to um, look at the gospel, look at the readings. Um, so they were able to see all the different readings that were you know, recommended uh, for uh, wedding liturgies and mass. And also to know um, that um, the music as well uh, was very uh, descriptive of perhaps uh, the marriage itself or just the love between the man and the woman. But uh, more importantly, we talked about how it was um, the first miracle of Jesus that happened at the wedding of Cana. And so um, I just want to read something that I have in the Catechism of Please. the Catholic Church. That on the threshold of his public life, Jesus performs his first sign at his mother's request during a wedding feast. The church attaches great importance to Jesus's presence at the wedding at Cana. She sees in it the confirmation of the goodness of marriage and the proclamation that thenceforth marriage will be an efficacious sign of Christ presence. So that is something that came through when we created the application. It was a sense of them discerning. Like if, since they were young adults, they're like, oh, one of them actually was planning a, a wedding. So it was really timely for them. And, and we've invited his fiance to come in as well uh, to help in creating this application. But it allowed them to see the importance of doing it as a couple doing it together as a couple, but also in the realization that it was Jesus involved, right? Jesus through the readings, uh, Jesus through the songs, Jesus through their vows, um, and also the place of the priest and um, the importance of having the priest there as a witness as they celebrate um, the sacrament of matrimony. So it was a beautiful experience that it came alive. It wasn't just a computer application and programming. This touched their lives. And they now know that yes, marriage is a sacrament and it, it should be done in the church if they're baptized. So it was, you know, kind of bringing back some of that catechesis that maybe they did learn about. Uh, and it came um, forward uh, through the classes they were creating this application. So it was just a wonderful experience, I think, for everyone there. You could just feel the Holy Spirit was there as, as we went through this process. That's great. Well, thank you both. Let's. Uh, we're going to take another. It, time moves so so quickly on this show. We're going to take another quick break, and then we'll come right back. Charity Schreiber Center for Human Services is now open in Round Lake. Due to the pandemic, we are limited in the number of in-person programs that we currently can provide. However, a food pantry is open twice a week and a Wednesday night supper is held with to-go meals every week. A wide range of senior services are now offered as well. If we can assist you or someone you know, please call us at 847-546-5733. That's 847 847- 
5733. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. The word made clear is exactly what its name implies. It's an easy-to-understand explanation of the Word of God, the Gospel. Hello, I'm Father James McElhone, Director of Biblical Formation for the Archdiocese of Chicago. I'd like to invite you to take our free online Bible study program by going to thewordmadeclear.org. Our website offers an audio-based guide to the Gospels of Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. Listen to my lectures and follow along with the handouts provided. There are even discussion guides. You can also explore the biblical roots of the Mass. And there are links to a wide variety of biblical sources that will benefit both teachers and students of the sacred scriptures. Just go to wordmadeclear.org to experience our free online Bible study program. Again, it's free at wordmadeclear.org. It's the Word of God. Enjoy. Good morning and welcome back to Lifelong Journey, a radio program hosted by the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation in the Archdiocese of Chicago. My name is Clarissa Alhantara, and this morning we are talking about uh, marriage preparation, uh, the ministry itself, and even a little touching on the sacrament of marriage and kind of, you know, I titled the title of the show, you know, Marriage Preparation and Looking Toward the Future. Uh, And so with me this morning is, let's see, we've got... uh, Adrian, we've got Anastasia, and we are trying to get another guest on, uh, Deacon Kevin and his wife Giselle, and I don't know if they're they're not they're not here, but they're going to be here soon. We're trying to get them, uh, but in the meantime, uh, Adrian and Anastasia, you know, uh, one of the things that we like to to talk about in in connection with the show is, um, you know, when we talk about the the you know. The ministry and the sacrament of marriage itself, you know, do you have, uh, you know, a brief personal story to share either from, you know, the the short encounters that you've had in the ministry? I used to do the ministry for a couple years. And so I know a lot of times, sometimes it's in the calls I would get from either the bride or the groom. Sometimes I would get calls from the mother of the groom. Uh, I got a lot of those calls. I used to get calls also from different clergy members from around the world, you know. And so I don't know if there's a personal story that either of you have to share or both of you actually have to share about, you know, how you've encountered God either in those conversations and those moments and, and even in, in a little bit, in a little bit, you know, in, in this ministry. Well, uh, I, I, I have several of them. Yeah, go, uh, go for it. But, but, but. I, I go for one that, that I, I remember. Um, it was uh, a time when back 
in, in Mexico when I was uh, ministering uh, to the the poor in, in in the margins of the city, one of those uh, neighborhoods, and uh, just visiting families, visiting families, house by house, talking to them, uh, having conversation, dialogue, and uh, having a good moment, getting to know each other. And it happened that in one of those houses, and I still remember it was a hut, practically uh, two small rooms, um, very poor. There was this couple who didn't have any, any, any kids living with them at all. So they were already advanced in age. And he, he, uh, uh, I still remember uh, Don Jose, he had cancer, he had cancer, and he had cancer in his eye. Mm -hmm. So what I, what I can remember is the love and care with which uh, Jose's wife was taking care of him. Mm. I mean, you could smell I mean, cancer is 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 really uh, is smells really bad, mm. and and the conditions that were there, humid, uh, with a lot of heat, and this woman staying there, taking care of him, day by day, every single moment during the day, he was on bed, uh, he couldn't move that much, but she was faithful to him faithful to him and he was speaking so nice so so well about his wife and the experience that they have together through the many years that they were married uh, that spoke to me about god i mean if if, if this is not god mm. then, then what it is this unconditional love no matter what for good for bad uh, very advanced in age, and they're still there. And the thing is that both of them, they were able to smile. Mm. And Jose was able even to, 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 to make jokes. And, and, and his whole support, of course, was God, but also his wife, who until the very end was with him there. And they were so, I mean, again, it's not that it was an easy life. They, of course, they were not uh, uh, without any uh, pain. No, they had a lot of pain. But also, you could see in their faces that they were having some kind of special joy. The joy of having each other, the, the joy of gratitude as a couple, because they had, they had so, some kids in the past who, who just went away. They were really far away. And... Uh, they were there until the end. So to me, that's one of the closest experience to what is unconditional love and faithfulness to a commitment. And I think uh, this is what Jesus wants from us all. And that's why we invite him to, to our marriages. Yeah, that's a, that's a really, really beautiful story. I don't <clears throat> Adrian, I've known you for a few years and I've had you on the radio show before and this is the first time I'm hearing that that story and it's a really great image uh and i think even in the way you kind of set up the description of the hot humidity so i can 
I can feel it in this hot summer day in Chicago. I could feel, I could feel what it's like to even sit in that in that room with that couple. Uh, Anastasia, did you have an experience? You know how you've uh, encountered God in this way. Well, I could share the similar experience between my parents. Sure. I mean, very, very similar. My father was passing away with cancer, and it was my mother by his side as well. And they came over here as immigrants, and they started a life. They were young uh, after the war, and so they started a life together. You know, And I think us, us as children didn't really know the struggles and all the sacrifices they made for each other. But to see her by his side as well, uh, until the end, that was definitely in God, um, God's presence, not only uh, between them, but also just between all of us as a family, um, just being appreciative of being together and, and, and going through those experiences. As Adrian said, sometimes marriage is not, you know, always the best ever. So um, there's, it could be struggles, but it's what you do and how you turn to God and do some you know, theological reflection, where is God in this? Uh, and to turn to God to help and give you the strength. In addition, uh, through, you know, maybe Jesus through your spouse or Jesus through your children uh, and so forth. So definitely. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we're still trying to get Deacon Kevin on, but in the meantime, we'll take a quick break and we'll come right back. Throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, Catholic Charities has continued to respond to the needs of people who come to us for assistance. More than 850,000 meals and food parcels have been offered to those who are struggling with food insecurity. Over 108,000 homelessness prevention hotline calls have been answered. Over 22,000 people have received mental health services and $2 million in financial assistance has been provided to keep people housed. If you or someone you know needs assistance, email us at gethelp at catholiccharities.net. That's gethelp at catholiccharities.net. Or call 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. Catholic Charities Schreiber Center for Human Services is now open in Round Lake. Due to the pandemic, we are limited in the number of in-person programs that we currently can provide. However, a food pantry is open twice a week and a Wednesday night supper is held with to-go meals every week. A wide range of senior services are now offered as well. If we can assist you or someone you know, please call us at 847-546-5733. That's 847 847- 
1-800-546-5733. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. The Cemetery Ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Good morning, and we're back with Lifelong Journey, a radio program hosted by the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation in the Archdiocese of Chicago. My name is Clarissa Alhantara, and I am your radio host this morning. Joining me via Teams is uh, Adrienne Anastasia, and I think we are working to get Deacon Kevin Blindauer and his wife Giselle. Ta -da -da! Here we are! <laughs> Technology! Hello. Welcome, 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 welcome. So we're about halfway into the show but don't worry it's not you know we haven't served the main course yet you know we're still kind of getting to know each other uh and right before we went to break we actually what i'd asked adrian and anastasia was um you know how they've encountered god in you know either marriage preparation ministry or even in family ministry and you know what that's looked like and so uh i would like to ask both of you that question as well but before you answer if you wouldn't mind telling our radio listeners and our radio watchers because this is also going to appear on facebook uh, a little bit about yourselves the parish that you minister at and you know how long you've been you know walking together as a as a diaconate or not diaconate but a deacon couple so welcome to the uh, show great thank you so deacon kevin uh i was um ordained in 2016 by his eminence uh cardinal supich i think it was he was archbishop at the time uh, and I serve in Mary's Seat of Wisdom here in Park Ridge. And um, my lovely bride, I'll let her introduce herself. So um, my husband, Kevin, and I have been married for 35 years, 35 years. And so in um, most of the time we have been here at Mary's Seat of Wisdom, we have two children. And we have been doing uh, pre canon preparation for five the years. last five years. Right. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining the conversation this morning. So the question then, uh, the next question I'm hoping that you could answer is, you know, in the time that you've either, you know, been doing this ministry formally, because I'm sure that, you know, just outside, well, formally in terms of the the marriage preparation ministry in the Archdiocese, or even before that, you know, just in your own lives and how you've encountered different, you know, married couples or families, you know, how or what's one personal example uh, where you've encountered God kind of in, in this type of ministry? So it's a great question. I think it's one my spiritual director asks me every month is, you know, how do you encounter God? I think that's a wonderful question to ask. So our audience should ask themselves every day, every week. Uh, I'm so excited to answer this question because I think Giselle and I would probably answer it the same, maybe in some ways, but I think one of the areas that we feel so blessed that we knew each other for about a year and a half or two years. We were friends. Uh, we dated for only six months and we got engaged. Now, looking back 35 years, you know, I mean, I'm sure I would even tell our children after you dated someone for six months. Uh, so we both feel that the Holy Spirit put us where we're at today. So we feel incredibly blessed. So we love to bring that same, uh, I want to bring that same exuberance to couples who are engaged. Uh, that's one piece of that. The other piece is every time we work with couples that through pre-Cana, we walk away so incredibly blessed on in so many levels for them sharing, uh, for us inviting in, for us being allowed to invite into their lives for this short period of time to share with a little bit about our lives, but more importantly, for them to connect with each other in ways that we feel like God is connected with us. And we hope that, I mean, you asked about a specific example. I would agree with Kevin, we have been blessed. Um, but also within the ministry, being able to be part of that uh, excitement, that mm. love that the couples have with one another the joy. Is, um, is wonderful. And, you know, one specific example I think of, I don't know the names of these folks, but they're um, the husband-to-be was in the military and he was outside of the country and the bride-to-be was here. So they were totally separated, but somehow or another, they figured out a way to do this because it was so important to them. So to me, that shows that while you can be concerned about the wedding and who's coming and who's not coming and the dress and all this other stuff. Ultimately, what's important is that the union is um, the love between the couple and that love is where I see uh, the presence of the Lord. Yeah, no, that's, that's very true. I mean, I can only imagine how many couples that you've you've walked with uh, over the number of, of five years, you know, and I, I remember uh, when I met you, I, it was actually one of the training sessions. So it's been a few years, but let's take a really? quick break. Yes. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Oh. We'll talk more, but uh, let's take a quick break and we'll come right back.
There's so much waiting for you at Catholic Charities Senior Services. We offer programs and services to help make the most of every day. Friendships and fun are guaranteed at our drop-in senior centers. Our adult daycare centers offer enjoyment and greater supervision to seniors who need it while their caregivers get a break. Holy Family Villa provides a beautiful, safe environment for seniors looking for short or long-term residential facility. And we offer assistance with senior benefits, care coordination, congregate and home-delivered meals, hospital transition, and much more. For more than 100 years, we have accompanied seniors through every transition in their lives, and we are here for you now. Catholic Charities is a name and an agency you can trust. Call Senior Services today at 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. I feel special. (laughs) I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before. Good morning, and we're back with Lifelong Journey, a radio program hosted by the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation in the Archdiocese of Chicago. My name is Clarissa Alhintera, and I am your radio host this morning, and we've been talking a little bit about marriage preparation, the ministry, the process, but also kind of, you know, in that conversation, also the sacraments of marriage. And uh, joining me is uh, Deacon Kevin Blindauer and his wife Giselle. We've got Adrian and Anastasia who are also here in the team's conversation. And uh, it's really it's really been a lot of fun kind of up to this point. So one of the questions I really like to ask our guests, especially because this is a show hosted by the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation, is, you know, for each of you, so for all four of you, you know, are there scripture passages that you fall back on in your life when you think about this specific ministry? Or, you know, how a scripture passage that you just really love helps guide you in in the particular ministries that you are in now supporting you know engaged couples and and marriages and whoever wants to go first please feel free yeah i i'll matthew i want to point to matthew um it was where the pharisees approached jesus matthew chapter 19 verses 3 through 6 um, and the Pharisees, you know, they're testing Jesus. They're asking, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife or cause her for whatever reason? Uh, and Jesus says, he goes into the creator made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined 
to his wife, and the two shall become one. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. And I love that. And I want to, I always add the two become one flesh by God, by the fact that God is the one, the Holy Spirit, Jesus is looking to join them. Uh, so the two become one, but only the reason why they come into church is to have Jesus, to have God present in their lives. So we talk a lot about the sacrament and it's the couples. It's the only sacrament that the couples actually give to each other and in the presence of God. So that's the one passage that I, again, it's a popular, uh, one of the popular readings, but I think it's one that just speaks so voluminously to why the couples are there in church and not at a beach and not somewhere else, although God's present everywhere. But why is it even more important to be in the presence of God, you know, at a church? Um, so for me, I was thinking more on the children's side. Um, I would say there's a lot of different uh, passages that I, I like. Um, in uh, some of the readings that are used for wedding, uh, for the for the celebration, but the one that I have in mind is Psalm 128:3, that reads, "Your your wife like a fruitful vine in the heart of your house, your children like shoots of the olive around your table." So to me, that speaks to the fact that. Um, marriage is supposed to be a fruitful right. encounter, and uh, it's that's the the, the uh, sacrament. And fruitful, yes, uh, for children, but to me, uh, fruitful also in other ways to the community, to the world, to the world, to have um, a witness, to be a witness to the world right. about the love of God in the world i get so excited i want to jump in because i was like i remember one of the things we <laughs> okay. tell couples Go for is it. that we tell them said your marriage you are the light of christ you right. are this beacon in the world now right. so it's just and i think that's you're right fruitful in so many ways i'll shut up no no, no that that's that's fine this is <laughs> it's meant to be a conversation and so that, that i appreciate that you jumped in uh Adrian, Anastasia, did you did either of you have a, a scripture passage that you that you think about or that you lean on, you know, in the context of this ministry? I guess again, I'm gonna go back to the wedding of Go for it. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole the whole, you know, that's Jesus' first miracle. And I think that's just a beautiful um, point uh to how um the sacrament of marriage just unites a man and a woman as one through a covenant. And it was a covenant relationship between a man and a woman and God. And it, it just brings that presence of Jesus as part of it. So it's not two, it's actually one or three, you know, how you can put it in that manner. So it's just uh, marriage is designed by God. It is a faithful, exclusive, lifelong union of a man and a woman where they commit themselves completely to each other and to the wondrous responsibility of bringing children into the world and caring for them, similar to what you brought in, Giselle. You know, it's also, you know, what you carry on with the generations and what you hope to do going forward. But as we know, it's not always that easy. 
And um, luckily, uh, we have, um, you know, this movement of marriage that helps. Uh, so there was an early marriage movement in the 1940s and called the Cana Conference. And it was actually a tribute to the wedding at Cana. So that's why we have, you know, marriage ministries and why we also will have um, pre-Cana coming from there just to help the engaged couples. Yeah. Okay, I'll go with that. <laughs> no, that, that's great. Thank you. Adrian. did you have, uh, did you want to add a scripture passage or? Uh, I also like uh, to go up to the, to the beginning and the wife, I like uh, Genesis, to Genesis, the, the first chapter. Uh, you're looking at how God has created everything. You know, in, in, when, when he goes creating little by little all the, the things without life, there's some of the, 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 first, uh, the first ways of life. And then uh, how, his, uh, how God is moving from the creation. And every time uh, God does something, uh, there is an expression. And, and, and God saw that it was good. And, and whenever he, he reaches uh, the sixth day, when he creates the man and the woman, both of them, uh, at that point, uh, is like the the, the, cumen, the, the the climax of, of the whole the whole creation. He says, uh, not not uh, in God's that it was good. No, it, it was very good. So I, I I like to think how how this this creation is so perfect and in, in its essence it is good, and, and how how that's exactly what what God wants from us to bring that goodness in, in, into into the world where we are living in. And looking back to, to Anastasia's story uh, on, on the Ghana weddings, uh, Jesus was there blessing that wedding. And, and it happened that in that celebration of the marriage, uh, it happened the first miracle of Jesus. And I'm very sure that it will be in, in the marriage of every couple that comes to Jesus, that Jesus is going to do the same miracle there once and over and over yeah no thank you thank you for that we're going to take another quick break and i'll come right back adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time, virtually, with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youths age 9 to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. We're connecting youth with great role models, 
Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's 312-937-3375. Good morning, and we're back with Lifelong Journey, a radio program hosted by the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation in the Archdiocese of Chicago. My name is Clarissa Alcantara, and I am your host this morning. We've been talking a little bit about marriage preparation and the sacrament of marriage, and we've got four guests with us this morning. We don't have too much more time left. We've got about probably seven-ish minutes, so just so uh, um, you can keep that in mind in terms of the direction of the show. But the question, since this is, you know, lifelong journey, catechesis show, you know, what does, you know, how and where in scripture or in the catechism or, you know, in church teaching say about the reality that, you know, we as a church, you know, in our preparation for our disciples, you know, that that marriage preparation is something that kind of flows out of that. You know, is it, you know, what documents or any any one of you can, you know, take a jump at that question. Yeah, I, I would go, go with the fact that um, marriage is a covenant. So uh, something that uh, I'm a, I'm also an attorney, licensed attorney. So I just talk about a you know this is is a contract. It's a lifelong contract, uh, and the partner between you and your faith. So when couples come, I, I talked about the three. It's it's the bride, the groom, and God. So in establishing that covenant. So it's imperative to understand what that means between the three of those parties. And couples now, I think there seems to be a wonderful shift there. This The group of folks that are getting married want to know, you know, what is it about that God brings to them in their marriage, or how can they find God better, or how can they raise their children uh, in the Catholic faith, or how, with all of the temptations of uh, of the world, how can their that conjugal love, that faith, uh, get them through the issues? So, pre uh, cana flows from that because it allows the couples. I call it a, a, a timeout for allow them to answer some of these questions and talk about them between each other. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, the next question I have, Anastasia, I know you wanted to talk about a little bit about the history of the, the conference and then even just tell our listeners a little bit about, you know, how to get involved um, in this specific ministry. Yes. So we are going to have some facilitator, facilitator training opportunities coming up and actually uh, Deacon Kevin and uh, his wife Giselle will be the facilitators. But we also, as you mentioned, how like what are some of the documents that support this or or, or scriptures or actually um, we're gonna have uh, during this uh, facil- facilitation for the trainers, uh, we're gonna have a canon law lawyer who's gonna talk about the canon law and the sacrament of matrimony. What does it make it uh, a sacrament as opposed to not a sacrament. 
And also we're gonna be looking at natural family planning, uh, which is also a very uh, important um, aspect uh, to our Catholic faith and to a Catholic marriage, as well as the theology of the body. Uh, so these are wonderful aspects that are going to be brought into the training. But if anyone is interested, yes, you can come to these training sessions. We'll have one in uh, August 14th and one in September 11th. You just need to come to one of them. Um, and um, you can discern. Uh, it's a beautiful ministry, um, as uh, Deacon Kevin was saying, just yeah, and Giselle as well, accompanying the couples uh, through uh, you know, their joyful planning of a marriage, but also uh, what it, it means to um, go through the sacrament of marriage and continue on. So, Where could people, do they send an email or to you to, or do they call? How, if I have some listeners who are uh, eager to pick up their phones or their, you know, their tablets to email, where do they find you? Precana at artschicago.org or 312-534-534. Eight three five one. Fantastic. Do you mind repeating that just one more time, please? Okay, pre cana at artchicago.org or three one two five three four eight three five one. And they'll be posted online on the website. So hopefully somewhere near this radio podcast you'll have some other links and resources. Fantastic. So we've got just less than a minute left. Uh, thank you so much to uh, Deacon Kevin and your wife, Giselle, Adrian and Anastasia for, for coming on the show this morning. It's been wonderful to have you on to talk about your own personal experience and hopefully inspire some of our listeners to, you know, maybe join this really fantastic ministry. I know that it really touches the lives of thousands of couples, literally thousands of couples throughout the archdiocese. Uh, did you? Was there anything else quickly you wanted to add in like the last 30 seconds, anybody? I would like to say take the opportunity. Uh, we want to transform the world. This is the, the best way to do it. Doing it with our own families because this is the, the most important cell in the society. If we bring Jesus to our families, then we can bring it everywhere. We can bring Jesus everywhere. So give yourself the opportunity. Any last words from anyone else? No? Okay. Oh, go ahead, Kevin. It's a wonderful ministry. I would think everyone should, you know, be a part of it. Um, just experience the love of, of, of others. It's very empowering. It's very fulfilling to see that love of God in the world. Fantastic. That was a really fantastic way to close out the show. Thank you all so much. I'd see you next time. Take care. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.